What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Biz Bites and More podcast. This happens to be episode 60 fucking five. 65 times have you come on to hear our voices, uh, learn about the business world and all of your endeavors. It is March 8th, 2021. Happy International Women's Day. We are your hosts. This is Grayson and... Hello. Yeah, that's Josh. That's Josh. Hey. All right. And if you haven't heard the other 60 plus episodes, well, shame on you. You should have. Uh, welcome. 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 We are so excited to hear from you. We're so excited that you're listening to us and we're going to share with you some business stories, but we're going to put a little humor in there. All right. It's like a turducken. Okay. Just when you think we, you can't shove another, uh, another bird in the other bird's ass, we'll shove one more in your ass. Uh, so we put humor and business together. Josh, how are you today? What's going on? I'm good. I'm, uh, yeah, I've won my dispute with the uh, apartment people, and I will be getting a portion of my security deposit back after Ooh. many, many long emails. And, uh, you know, essentially, you just got to cry these days if you want what you're owed. Otherwise, you're just fucking ripped off like a Band-Aid. Wow, that wasn't very feminine of them, um, especially on International Women's Day. Did But you broke your lease, so they... Sh- Technically, it should yeah, but I, I pay. I, no, I pay a fee. I'm talking about security deposit, like the oh, oh like okay. For let me just give you a very brief example, and if you know it doesn't satisfy your like need to be like they were in the wrong, their initial um, deposition for the estimated charges or whatever basically that they're charging me was for a carpet replacement and a carpet clean. And a carpet clean. They were going to. Why clean- would you clean a carpet that you're going to replace? <laughs> right. Well, okay. And so, also, you yeah. so you should look at it because every apartment is supposed to be able, like almost everyone in the fucking country, unless they have a weird contract. And I went through this like a few times. Every one of them, if they're going to replace or paint, uh, replace carpet or paint walls, almost ninety percent of the time, it's all falls on them. Because that's what they're going to do anyway. Uh, they they yep. would do that with any tenant. So um, so like, yeah, fuck that. My charges started uh-huh. at like twelve hundred and uh, fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. The next one was for eight hundred dollars, exactly my security deposit. How convenient. Mm. And then this final one, after I spoke to him today, it's like 516. So they're, or they're issuing me 216 of the 800. So, you know, I'm, I'm oh, happy yeah. to get something back. The end of our conversation, she was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'll talk to my manager. I can probably only do 100. And I was like, I'll take 150. <laughs> like giving you 150 back? Yeah, out of my uh, deposit. Mm, I mean, part of no, 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 but part of it is utility fees that like were built in or like that I would be charged every month. So those I was I was like okay with. That I was like yeah. around two hundred bucks. Those I was like I'm paying that. That's fine. I get that. But like this cleaning stuff that's like way over amplified. Um, literally in their lease contract, it says like don't tape pictures to the wall. Instead, use nails and hang hang pictures and 
that's what I did. And two of the, the pictures of the paint damage she sent me was the nails in the wall that they oh, told me that. that I wouldn't be trucked, right? So anyway, stupid. it was, so it was a big t to do. I got money back, so I don't feel, I don't feel gypped. Dude, uh, yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Apartments are fucking scams in the first place. Um, just preying but on the poor, so much weak, crime, and financially man. enable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I and I know you have to fucking. It's like I don't want to do it, but I have to. Well, yeah, and it's like it's like, dude, I don't want to make everything hard for you guys. I'm just trying to get back when I'm like, what yeah. is owed to me? Um, and especially if they if they get new leases signed, like within a, a certain amount of time, you should look that up because if they get oh, another they lease, well, if they get another lease signed within like 15 days. I'm pretty sure there's like, you should. I mean, you should look into it because there there's a lot. It, of it's a big corporate one, and with ah. the big corporate ones, they write everything out in the lease contract or as much of the stuff that they can without breaking the law. So you know. Anyway, uh, I came out on top. So. Yeah. Well, cheers um, to those cunts. I fucking hate that shit. I I really do. I really do. It, it upsets me. Apartments have fucked me over too many times. No. Um. Well, damn. Well, I'm glad that you're getting some money back. One for the little guy, you know, hey, one for the little guy. One for the little guy. And we actually have a story about one for the little guy. Coming up, guys, the segmentos today include but are not limited to – oh, God, I'm going to say it wrong, aren't I? Bethesda? Bethesda? Bethesda. Bethesda. Fuck. Bethesda, uh, Deliveroo, and GameStop. But first, you know what we got to do. Oh, yeah, Josh is going to be on his quiet um, – his quiet little, uh, what do you call them, strikes, uh, picket lines or whatever. The word of the it's day. It's my hunger strike. Well, you're not supposed to speak during it, motherfucker. I'm not eating. I haven't been eating since you've been doing this, by the way. Well, well. then you only have four more episodes to not eat. Uh, I'm so hungry. Right, guys. The word of the day is brought to you by Word Genius. We are looking for a sponsor. You have four more episodes left. I'm not going to message you again, you fucking assholes. Um, but if you're going to give us a sponsorship, I totally take that back. <laughs> you guys are cool. Um, ethos. I know that word. It is a noun. It is Latin from the mid-19th century. The char characteristic spirit of a culture era or community as manifested in its beliefs and aspirations. Let's use it in a sentence. Sure thing. The party wholeheartedly embraced the ethos of the 1970s from bell bottoms to disco to cocaine and uh, the crack epidemic. Ethos. It is a characteristic uh, spirit of a culture era community as manifested in its beliefs and aspirations. Use it in a sentence today. And sound smart in front of your friends. Thank you, Word Genius. All right, guys, let's get to those segmentos for the day. Josh, the first one up is Deliveroo, backed by Amazon, looks to IPO in the next few weeks or whatever. Deliveroo will be making its debut on the London Stock Exchange. So take that, Americans, you dumb idiots. You shouldn't have thrown the tea in the harbor. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, Deliveroo is yet another player in the food delivery wars. This one has a bit of a punch because it's not only international, but it is also backed by Penishead Bezos, so by his whole company. Um, Deliveroo, although posting a $309 million loss, which is far less than like Uber Eats or you know, DoorDash or anything, uh, is being valued at upwards of $10 billion. Deliveroo 
was about to be fucked in early 2020, but the pandemic gave him new sales to keep Amazon's minority uh, stake in the company, as well as giving operational profit, which is basically saying, if we didn't cut off your fucking arm with marketing dollars and advertising and egregious spending, we would have possibly a profit. That's what an operational profit is. Um, A new player in the delivery wars. Josh, does this have getting acquired just written all over it, Deliveroo? Did didn't you say they're already backed by Amazon? So why? They, yeah, they have. Are um, they acquired by Amazon, basically? No, 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 Amazon just has a minority stake in them. Um, but oh, so, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. So they had to basically they had to get a profit, which was an operational profit, which means that they don't actually have a profit. Um, and because of the right. pandemic, they were able to yeah stay afloat. So. Um, yeah, they just made a lot of excuses. That's uh, all these uh, delivery apps. And don't get me wrong, I love I love going to the door and seeing I got a little Deliveroo at my door. And so, just you know, let, me, let me ask you this: um, these companies that are like unprofitable, like Uber, like DoorDash, like when WeWork yeah. was about to. I mean, what do you think? I mean, to me, so to me, because, you know, I'm more of like an institutional investor and like somebody who's like a boomer and, you know, has paper hands or whatever you want to call me. Yeah. Fundamental. Yes. I, I believe that a company should have a profit prior to even IPOing um, or, you know, even filing an S1. Do you, do you like, I mean, do you care about it at all? Is it even something that you take into account? Uh, I think, yeah, I definitely think it's important, but at the same point, I think the, um, the, the internal value of a company is what like really strikes me. Like, is this, is this a good idea? You know, like, is it good in general? Okay. Like, is is this something that people want? Well, people spend their that's money. Your, here. So that's your like main core s- stipulation. What do you mean? That, I'm just, I'm saying that I value that over. I, 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 no, I'm saying I don't value that over. I would at least equally think or take time to think like, is the intrinsic value of something that this can provide right? Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. For this delivery thing, they must have some some logistics network, right? to be able mm-hmm. to deliver things. So yep. guess what? They have trucks or whatever. Well, what if most of those were electric or something? You know, I don't know. There's something like that. That's this weird minute detail that changes everything, even if they aren't completely profitable. And also what what's their lack of profitability? Is it a huge margin or no? It's like a that's $309 million. Loss. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, so, okay. So just to keep in mind, <clears throat> A $309 million loss is nothing compared to like the $900 million loss. Um, Uber has had like Lyft has had um, right. companies like that. So they're, they're not too bad. And that's why I think uh, penis head went ahead and invested in them. Hey, did you hear about uh, his wife or his ex-wife now? Uh, here? Mackenzie Bezos. Go ahead. Mackenzie Bezos married a uh, science teacher, like a seventh grade science teacher. Walter White? No, something Jewett. Uh, it was weird. Um, Chris Jewett, I think. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean. Is she making like, him sign a prenup? 
Oh, that's well. If I were him, I. Ah, yeah. If I were him, I'd be like, "No, why would we do that? Come on, our love is real." Um, (laughs) that's what I told my ex-girlfriend. Um, but yeah, uh, Deliveroo, look looking like a, I mean, it's looking like a company that at least will be the international DoorDash. Um, but if it doesn't get acquired, and I think it will get acquired. Wait, so did they file their S one? You're they they have not filed their S1 yet, but they will be I, supposed to IPO in the next like week or so. So yeah. haven't filed it yet, but we shall see. Um, and I, I do really think they are going to get acquired by Amazon, by DoorDash, by Uber Eats, something to give um, one of those companies a more international presence. So, Right. Right. All right, guys. Next segmento for the day. The EU approves the purchase of Beth, Bethesda, Bethesda, uh, by Microsoft. Uh, the EU and SEC both gave the green light for Microsoft to buy Zenimax, which is the parent company of Bethesda Games. Bethesda. <clears throat> Bethesda. Bethesda has games like Doom, Fallout, The Elder Scrolls. Uh, I think I saw Prey on there. Uh, a whole a whole shitload of games that you've probably played in your life. Um, another blockbuster products that put the price tag at just about $7.5 billion. Uh, The games could potentially and probably will become Xbox exclusives with limited releases to other consoles, like at a later time. And they do that quite a bit. uh, If if you see other games like being released exclusively on one console, usually it changes after a little bit. Uh, The games uh, or sorry, this coming, this is coming as a win for Microsoft whom got butt fucked in sales comparing to PlayStation just this last year, PS five fucking kicks their ass in sales. So um, that alone should tell you something about this little win for them. Uh, The exclusivity has proven effective as well as the freemium model with online games. Josh, do you just laugh at our, us? Do you just laugh because you're a PC gamer? I mean, are you like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these you, peasants you, you, fighting you, over scraps? <laughs> for the record, you are a thief and have stolen my PlayStation 4, my PlayStation 5. That's non-existent. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say you stole it. Anyway, until you return that. No talking about my PlayStation that you own. Okay, no talking about the PlayStation. Uh, do you laugh at, at console gamers, though? I mean... And no, whatever, man. Over if you scraps, game, they can come game. On. Like, whatever. So what, they're, they're fight. I feel like the, this is a good purchase. Like, the, yeah. I don't know that... I don't know. Maybe not these type of games to some degree. But. Well, these are, these are all RPGs, right? I mean, yeah. role-playing games that you're going to go into your own world and, like... People like RPGs, but I think um, like these bigger multiplayer games, like um, if you look at like the MOBAs, sure, Fortnite, uh, League, Dota, um, CSGO. Did you say Rocket League? Rocket League, yeah. I was talking League of Legends. You were saying League of Legends. You're such a nerd. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. No, but I'm saying saying those types of uh, games, I think Uh that they have a higher value in general so like if they were acquiring those types of games i feel more confident in this being like a really good decision because they generate money they have in-game some of these other ones might but like there's also tournaments and stuff i thought it's, it's fallout not i thought RPG. fallout was um an online you can have online experiences right 
at least. Uh, possibly the Fallout. I like, don't know, man. I haven't played these these newer games. Okay, well, so what do you, I mean, like, you know, Microsoft buying it, obviously, for their Xbox console. Is this getting this this possible exclusivity? I mean, Dude, no this just happens, right? What? Every couple of years, it's like play, PlayStation is, a new PlayStation is released and a new Xbox is released, and they're yeah. just go head to head. Guess what? Uh, I'm pretty sure the, the Xbox wars. lost. Yes, uh, the they, they lost the console won. wars. Yeah. They're like, who gives a fuck? What, are they trying to salvage this? If so, like, too little, too late. Sorry, but, but, but if you're a PS5, dude, but if you're a PS5 player, you're potentially having the Elder Scrolls taken away from you. Doom. Something yeah, like maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's too small of a cap for people to be like, oh, no, I'll never be able to play this. I'm like, what's the time frame on this? What are they just going to – is it, like, over? You just can't play anymore. No more Doom for you on your PS5. Well, I bet it's going to happen, like, soon. Yeah, yeah. And it's just going to link you to purchase an Xbox online. <laughs> Click here to buy an Xbox and own this game. Well, so I mean, for PC gamers, is this is it the same thing as PlayStation Five? They wouldn't be able to get it. Um, I think if you own the game, then maybe you can just. Uh, dude, I have no idea. I don't know about the ownership, dude. Uh, all I know is you're yeah you're probably if you're playing these games and then you can't have them, you're probably gonna get a nice little link that you can. Redeem your game that you already own with the purchase of a new Xbox. <laughs> what do you think, no, Morty? No. I know everything about everything. No, I feel you. Um, okay, well, yeah. I mean, I, I think PlayStation owns like part of Ubisoft, Ubisoft, or whatever the fuck. Ubisoft. Ubisoft fuck. Um, God, I'll get. I feel like I feel like this. I feel like I need <laughs> to start being paid for the speech therapy I've been providing. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I would love some speech therapy. I would love any sort of therapy. Um, well, yeah, so I, I thought it was also interesting that the EU had like had to approve it before uh, Bethesda or whatever could be sold or Zenimax, the parent company. Um, so it's like regulating like video games. And I was like, what the fuck EU? But I don't know. They, they did approve it. So, I mean, Big things are happening for Microsoft. I'm sure they're fucking happy with having that kind of star power on their fucking on their platform exclusively. It's got to be a good thing. There's no way yeah. it couldn't be. I, I I think it's good for them for sure. I think it's too little, too late if it's an attempt to win the the war that they lost. Ah, I see. What, okay. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, in the console wars, PlayStation One, um, they are just trying to—they're—they're they're picking up the scraps. Maybe they're preparing for the next battle. Maybe it's all battles, and forever PlayStation versus Xbox till the end of time. It's actually kind of hype. Like it's Where pretty is, hype. Is PlayStation in Korea or China? I think they're in China. Sony. Sony. Uh, that Korea? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Seattle, Seattle versus Korea. Let's see what happens. Oh. All right, guys. Last segmental for the day. It's back. You know what we're going to talk about. The GameStop stock saga. Round six is back, baby. We're in round six. We left you off at round five. I said we would pull it back if... If this ever happened again, we were going to pull you back. And guess what? It happened 
fucking today. Um, so hold the line. Diamond hands. Get on the rocket ship to the fucking moon. All those good little, uh, the, I don't know, conjunctions or whatever that they fucking yell out on Twitter and on Reddit. All those have been said today. The failing retailer, GameStop, uh, got new life once again and had a stock surge of 41% on the day. Just on the fucking day. 41% on the fucking day. 41% on just a day. I'm uh, hearing okay. In, in, a week, in a week, it was 62%, which is even more baffling. Um, so that that push, that 41% surge pushed GameStop to $190 a share. The surge came after the CEO, CEO of Chewy, Ryan, I think, Cohen, was selected to spearhead the committee organized to shift to e-commerce for GameStop. So a, a huge shift to e-commerce. So that was really good news. The pump wasn't only due to that, though, uh, as the Reddit board still held GameStop as a number one stock buy, uh, but with the confidence of action, like moving to e-commerce, has boosted the confidence of the meme trader. So Reddit is even more fueled by the fire of the fact that, wow, GameStop is actually going to do something with all this like good press and good equity. Um, and the third ingredient to this Giant fucking surge was dollar dollar bills, y'all. Cream, get the money. Um, the U.S. stimulus package was signed on Saturday by old Jack Biden, getting Joe Biden, uh, giving many Americans a few extra bucks to light on fire and watch scatter through the wind with their GameStop investments. Josh, I might have my doubts about GameStop, but do you think Ga- GameStop's here to stay with the? With the recent buy, and do you have diamond hands? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got diamond hands, baby. I, yeah. uh, I had some debacles with um, getting off of, of Robinhood when I realized how corrupt the platform was, but I'm uh, safely off. I'm um, still on, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know, but I don't think you ever gave a fuck because you don't uh, follow trending things. You invest in waste management and... Uh, have people stock. pick up shit for the last rest of their life and you profit pays, from it. It pays so. dividends. Tell me when we're going to stop having trash. That will be a really good day. God, dude. I don't know. Hopefully someone figures that out without, you know, carbon emissions because it's a big fucking problem. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I just, I think, uh, I Wait, think that you, it's. But you have stock, right? You have stock in it still? GameStop? Yes, I do. Yes. Nice. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Um, I don't know. It, it, it had like an uptrend. It, like if you look at the charts and you, you do the technical analysis, Gershwin, then yeah. you see that, you know, there was um, upward movement, upward trend, and it started trading sideways towards the end of the day, at least in after hours as well, which sometimes after hours can be fucking brutal. So uh, I think last week it started trading sideways at around like 120, 130 or something. So I think that it's it's um, maybe getting onto like a regular, um, like a, a stock that can be analyzed, analyzed properly. Um, anyway, yeah, to the fucking moon, whatever. That diamond hands, yeah. Like I think uh, I think there's room for growth on GameStop. Okay, so the short sellers have been like going crazy and they're still short selling this motherfucker, which is a huge mistake, by the way, um, at least for the next like two or three months. Um, 
Let me tell you what I think, Josh. Is that okay? I think this is the biggest mistake that GameStop has ever made. I think GameStop should have gotten their their value that high, and they should have sold that fucking bullshit company to anyone who would have wanted, wanted to buy it, which there were a lot of people that were looking to buy that motherfucker. Um, so it's not impossible or anything. Hey, you just know you're talking about a Texas company, boy, while you're talking, all right? Uh, do you know where it is in Texas? I bet you don't. Like Grapevine. Grapevine, Texas. Uh, that's also where Post Malone was from. Um, no, he's, so, he's from Utah. What? Post Malone? He at least lives in you Utah or something. Carl Malone, the Utah jazz basketball player? I'm talking about Post oh, Malone. Wow, uh, Josh just got aged really on this podcast. Um, all right, so the the reason that I think it's a huge problem for GameStop is because they are now shifting to being legitimate, right? So they want to be legitimate. They want to be a, an e-commerce company, which is great, which is fantastic, and they should push to do that, although unless there is continued hype throughout the whole transition to e-commerce, they are their stock is going to naturally drop in value, because as they put as they shift as they make their push to e-commerce, they're going to have to do a lot of things. They're going to have to allocate debt. They're going to have to liquidate their properties. They're going to have to like liquidate their physical assets. Um, a lot of stuff is going to have to move and change for them. So in the to be legit, which they're trying to get to, to make their stock price legit, they are, their stock price is naturally going to have to fall down. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not, or I'm not saying it will fall down because it is being artificially inflated right now. But um, I think it is a horrible – I think it's going to be a really horrible thing. Like we already saw, everyone's going to lose confidence in it. It's going to drop down, and maybe it will come back. I'm not saying it won't, but the shift to e-commerce is going to hurt GameStop, guaranteed. It. I know it will. Yeah, you're talking about the long-term. But that's how value dude, that's how you should think of invest. Oh my God, listeners, that's how you should think of investing. You fucking morons. No, that's one school of thought in terms of investing. A very smart a school. school of Ah, dude, it's 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 an ideology that I don't know. If okay, how about this? Just for example, if you and this is contingent on you having a lot of money, but if you had, you know, a million dollars and mm -hmm. you put it into one trade, knowing that you're gonna make ten percent on that, is it worth it? Do you do it every time? Fucking right, you do, man. What what are you instead gonna put it in and? Oh, let me check on this uh, in in ten years. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly how you should think. You should think okay. if I'm going to buy a stock, that stock can go away for 10 years and I wouldn't worry about it. That's how you should believe. That's how much you should believe in a company that you are going to invest your dollars into. Am I fucking taking crazy pills right now? Like, <laughs> you are taking your hard earned money and throwing it away into something that you saw on a meme. That doesn't sound smart to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm a jackass. Maybe I'm the douchebag in this no, but, situation. But GameStop specifically right now, based on the way that it's occurred, it, you're horrible. I think company. you're right. Sure, it's not about. I don't think it's about the long term, the longevity of the company. It's about hyperinflation. It, 
it's about the short interest. It's about playing the market, dude. It's literally about how the market works. And guess what? If there is a ton of naked shorts and fucking short on a stock and the price goes up, well, guess what? At some point, they either fucking pay off millions and billions of dollars of interest or they fucking buy back the stock that they thought they weren't ever going to have to buy back. And guess what happens? I understand what a short money. is. Yeah, I okay, understand so, how short works. So so this is not about the longevity of the company, I don't think. I don't I don't know that any – That's exactly my – well, that was my – well, so then you answered my question, honestly. Because <laughs> I was like, what do you think about – I mean – because to me, this I is think bringing in Ryan Cohen is smart, and I think I think they yeah. have a chance under their new leadership. I think it's a tough road. I agree with you on that. I think that yeah, okay. So well, okay. So you answered my you answered my question. It was a long way around it, but yes, that's a, yeah. And you know what? You didn't answer my question because Post what? Malone does live in Utah. Post in Malone. Post Malone does not live in fucking Utah. Post Malone lives in Utah. All right, that's fucking. Post Malone a, lives in fucking LA. You can Post watch the March fifth uh, Post Malone house tour, twenty twenty. Post Post Malone, Malone owns a twelve thousand seven hundred and three square foot home that sits on nearly seven acres. Okay, in Cotton dude, Heights. Oh my God, he has other proper. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, he has. He owns a property. In, Just say Post Malone lives in. Does Utah. he? At times during the year, I'm sure that. Post, hey, okay. Can you it's say Post? Let's call one. Let's call one. Right, we can all agree that Post, dude. The people here they love Post Malone too, dude. They they aren't even. I love. I like Post. I like Post Malone a lot. Um, you want to know uh, the meal I had? Bentley's fantastic album. What, you want to know a recent meal I had? What it was called? The it was a brunch Post dish. Bologna. It was called. It was called Toast Malone. Like what was on it? It was like a sourdough bread. There's like spam. There was fried chicken. There was eggs. It was like just everything: gravy, potatoes. Oh, it was absolutely like a. It was a big old everything kind of breakfast thing. It was delicious, actually. Oh, Lord. Wow. You know, um, I would apologize to your plumber. Um. Yeah, um, I have my doubts. I don't think uh, I don't think GameStop has ever. I really, I truly, I think they're going to deteriorate in value rapidly over this next year, especially if they're transitioning. Unless for some fucking reason, everyone decides to have not ADD for the first time in society and pays attention to GameStop throughout the year and gives them more hyper inflation and continues to push that stock price higher. Um, but to me. I think it's going back down to like five dollars. Um, well, Grayson, based based on your um, thoughts on the matter, I think you can confidently double down on your waste management position for because all the GameStop trash that they're going to be having to collect. D- yes. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> yep. I I could not agree fucking more with you. That is very true. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, GameStop is it is hate. As long as they have sagas, we will continue to report on them. That was GameStop Stock Saga Round 6. We are happy to have it, and we'll go for Round 7 if it continues. Guys, those were the side story or the segmentos for the day. So let's go ahead and wrap it up like a Chipotle artist. 
Get it? See, I didn't call him a, a minimum wage employee. I called him an artist, and they should put that on their resume. Deliveroo is backed by Amazon and is looking for its IPO despite a pretty crippling loss of $309 million, but that's, again, not nearly as much as like Uber or Lyft or WeWork or any of that shit. The EU approves the purchase of Beth- Bethesda um, by Microsoft. Uh, so the EU sent it through today. So it's the green light. Give that exclusivity over to Bill Gates. And finally, Game Stock GameStop stock saga round six is coming your way. We got new information, new stuff, new reasons that the stock went higher. And we're we're happy to see it. I love it, it's quality content, so I love to fucking talk about it. These side stories for the day. Josh, it is International Women's Day. Big fan. And Burger King tweeted about it. Do you know what they said? Um, have a whopper on us. Nope. Women should should be in the kitchen. Bl- women should belong in the kitchen. That was their tweet. Um, so no what, fucking way. I kid you not. I read it like three times today. I feel Just like this it. is literally slander if, if you're lying. So so what they so what they did is they replied to that tweet um, saying there's a, a disparity of women uh, women chef in in women chefs in the restaurant industry. Um. It obviously got a lot of social media backlash. Uh, you you can't just tweet that out and on International Women's Day and expect anything good to come from it. Um, I really don't understand these companies that are like, we're going to be really cool and edgy. I was like, yeah, that worked in like 1995, but in in 2021, that people are really going to take offense to it. Um, so they got a horrible amount of backlash. Um, Probably not the best thing to tweet on a day like this. Um, maybe like, I don't know, in the summer sometime, like just, you know, like looking for cloud. Cause then it's not like a big thing. Then it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. But they replied to it and they're talking about this disparity of women and, and you know, women chefs. Like, okay. You know, I would have been nice. What's up? If they all would have done the same thing that they did with the Black Lives Matter movement and just put a banner on their website saying they support women and they want everyone to know it. Wow, you literally just described the Democratic Party. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Because uh, if you say way, it, that's enough. You don't have to support it as long as you say it. Again, you are describing... Know they know it. They know you're it. describing word for word the Democratic, uh, the Democratic Party. They're like, hey, we're going to... We're going to keep those kids in cages, but hashtag BLM, right? And it's like, ah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, so Burger King is in a, is in the fryer, huh? It, right? No, no okay. um, yeah. Burger King is really up shit's fucking creek this time. Um, you, you shouldn't say women belong in the kitchen on International Women's Day, even if you're going to be positive about it. Hey, oh, you know uh, Yeah. You know, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, I actually uh, told a woman. I made an, no, I made an album. You want to know what it was called? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sure. Fresh Out the Fryer. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. If, you guys are, uh, if you guys have not stopped listening yet, um, we now would have worked. Like um, 30 seconds ago would have been the time before I said that. Next up, the last, actually one of the big segmentos that we talked about on the last episode, um, Jack 
Dorsey is auctioning off his first tweet, uh, NF, a non-fungible token, what we were talking about, and is going for $2.5 million. It is saying getting my Twitter, uh, Twitter set up and it doesn't have the eyes in it because when Twitter was first started, it didn't have any cool acronyms or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, Jack Dorsey, $2.5 million. This is showing you guys the value of non-fungible tokens or NFTs for short. Josh, anything about uh, old Jack? Nope. Nope. Gotcha. And last side story. And again, th- I'm bringing you guys so many side stories because I I didn't Why? bring it to you that one time. And I will never do that again. I will always have a side story for you. That is my promise to you. The tallest volcano in Europe has been erupting for the last three weeks. It is in it is uh, in Italy, and uh, I don't know why there's not more news about it uh, because it doesn't sound that great. Uh, if it's coming down in ash and smog and fire, uh, but yeah, it is. It's been erupting for three weeks now, continuously. So uh, all the towns around it are, are having cars covered in ash, and everyone's you know blowing their dad and 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 talking about Elvis Presley. Josh, anything about? Volcano. Elvis Presley? Yeah, oh, I was chatting yeah. with him a couple of days ago, yeah. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. R.I.P. to the king. Uh, yeah, but uh, Josh, I mean, you have a, a geological history. What does this mean, huh? Is the core of our Earth acting up? It means it, it ate some bad Taco Bell and it's releasing the Kraken, you know? Ah. Praying to the person of God. Things erupt. Yeah, just... Three weeks, three weeks of lava. So what would you do? Of life. What would you do in that situation, Josh? Three <laughs> weeks of lava. I, I feel like I hopefully would have left like day one. You know, maybe day two, latest. Day go 10. find somewhere else to. I don't know. I don't know what you do if you make it to day ten and of lava coming at you. Are you just running from lava? It's your house. I, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> like it's either. Not a big deal because like there's not a lot of news or maybe maybe I just don't read enough news, but or yeah, well maybe it's like well contained and it's just running into the ocean and everyone's like, It's warm in the water today, yay. Hey, that's where I put all my trash, all my old car batteries, right in the ocean. And supposedly maybe lava too. All right, guys, those were the side stories for the day. Josh could you give us your feel-good story for the day? Yeah. Um, nearly 1,000 girls earned the elite rank of Eagle Scout the first time Whoa. scouts have ever made girls eligible. So um, thank you, 2021. You've allowed Girl Scouts to be Boy Scouts. So another big win for fem- feminism. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and On International Women's Day, this is the news I bring. This is amazing. This is really good. And uh, um, just in time for the touching scandal that Boy Scouts just went through and their whole bankruptcy. Well, I'm just hopeful that the Boy Scouts can soon also become Girl Scouts if they want to, you know, to to level out the playing field. They really should just make it the Scouts and just everyone sell cookies. Fuck it. Ah. Mm. Mm, Right. Mm. <clears throat> Maybe they could uh, sell steaks and cookies and just um, 
ah, you know what we could do? Maybe this could be a good way to uh, integrate child labor back into uh, the workforce. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of child labor, Josh, could you leave us off with some words for the youth? Get back to work now. <laughs> I, I could not have said it back, better myself. Get back to fucking work. Why are you listening to this podcast? You have some uh, some factory work to do and watch those little fingers of yours because they might get chopped off. Guys, those were the segmentos. Those were the side stories. That was Josh's feel-good story for the day. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We always appreciate it. Go, Please like, subscribe, read, rate, hit a clown with your car, uh, punch your uncle, fuck your aunt. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. But please go give us a five-star rating hand job on Apple. And we will read that five-star rating live on air. Actually, right now, I'll probably pay you like three bucks if you, if I can see some actual, you know, like a, an actual rating. Give me your Venmo. I'll fucking Venmo you three bucks for that, huh? You like that? Leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash biz, bites, and more with hyphens all in between it. And we will listen to that voice message on air. On air, verbatim, you could fart into the mic for 30 minutes, and we'll listen to it. Guys, there is a quick shout-out to Ghana. Very great place. 213th in the podcast world. We're looking to go even higher. Um, we love that place. Please support, like, tell a friend, fuck your uncle. I don't give a shit. Uh, support, support, support. The best way is through word of mouth. I don't know why, but, hey, that's everyone doesn't talk about podcasts through anything else but word of mouth, supposedly. So that's great. The Biz Bites and More uh, blog is bizbitesmore.com. Lunch hour of guesses on the YouTube, and I will be having another one this month. I told you, I guarantee you, it will happen this month. The Twit Machine is bizbitesmore, and the Facebook is bizbitesmore as well. So you can go listen to all that shit, guys. I am about to do the full disclosure anyway. That is our take on it. Until next time, talk to you guys later. All right. The Biz Bites and More podcast is a podcast about investments, news, stocks, and, you know, uh, business stories, all that good jizz and jazz. But that does not mean that we are here giving you advice to buy or sell a security. We're not uh, giving you stock recommendations. We're not um, telling you to sell your mortgage and, and or, uh, you know, double down on one and, and get more money to buy fucking, I don't know, Microsoft or some shit like that. We're not saying any of that. So don't, why, why are you thinking that? Why are you looking with your lawyer for any way to sue us? It's because you're a fucking cunt and your wife left you and hates you. Guys, have a great day. And thank you so much for listening to the full disclosure.